0: Let's talk, the Bible Fellowship Church devotional designed to make sure that you have the spiritual nourishment that you need during this difficult time of COVID-19 social distancing. We're glad you've joined us again today. We're going to be reading out of Acts chapter 1 verses 1 through 11 for our text. And the word of the Lord says this, in the first book, O Theophilus, I've dealt with all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day that he was taken up But you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom? And he said to them, It's not for you to know times or seasons that the Father is fixed by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. What we want to discuss today is the Lord's last command, the Lord's last command. You know, last Thursday, May 21st, was a significant day on the church calendar. It was a day when Christians commemorate the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ. Forty days after his resurrection, the Lord ascended ascended back into heaven, and our Bibles tell us that now he's seated at the right hand of the Father, robed in majesty and power. And he is waiting. What is he waiting for, you might ask? Well, the answer is, he's waiting for the Father's command, go get my children. That really is what this scripture is about. It tells us that Jesus is coming back just the same way that he went. And if you're a healthy Christian, you're longing for that day. So what in the world is taking him so long? when is he going to come back to set up his kingdom? Well, in a certain sense, the answer is that he never really left. He's been quietly at work for nearly 2,000 years, gathering together the subjects of his kingdom through his church, through those of us who have believed the apostles' doctrine, received him as our Savior, and received that baptism of the Spirit. And we have a part in the work that's to be done And that's what this text is telling us about. So what does it say? It tells us that Jesus presented himself alive to his apostles and to us through them after his resurrection. And that's the first and most important thing that we need to notice in the text. We serve a living Savior. The fact of Jesus' resurrection from the dead set the early church marching out to conquer the world for Christ. And because his apostles were so convinced of his resurrection life, they willingly gave the rest of their lives away sharing the good news about Jesus. But not right away, as the text tells us. First, they had to wait. He commanded them to wait. Wait for what? Wait, he said, for the promise of the Father, the Holy Spirit, He said, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now, just 10 days in fact. Now, what does it mean to be baptized with the Spirit? Well, to be baptized with the Spirit means that we consciously receive the Spirit of God, who comes as a gift from the Father to everyone who puts their faith in Jesus. So they were to wait for that promise, for that baptism of the Spirit. Now, why were they to wait? They were to wait because they needed power. They needed power from on high to fulfill the mission that Jesus left to his church. What mission, we might ask? Well, it was the mission to be witnesses to everyone on planet Earth. You see, without the power of the Spirit, their mission could never succeed. It takes supernatural power to win souls to faith in Jesus, and God has freely given that power to his church. How long would this mission take? When would Christ return to set up his kingdom, his apostles asked. And he said, Well, really, boys, that's none of your business. He told them, Your business isn't that. Your business is to be my witnesses until that happens. You be my witnesses until I get back. That's what the text says, and that's what it means. How does this lesson pertain to you and me, you might be wondering? Jesus said these things to his disciples almost 2,000 years ago. What's that got to do with me? Well, perhaps the most important answer to that question is simply this. Jesus' last command before he returned into heaven was for his followers to go and make disciples of all nations. Those were, if you will, his famous last words that he gave us in Matthew 28:19. Famous last words are usually the summation of a man's life, It's the shorthand communication of what he was all about. So, if this go and make disciples is Jesus' last command, if that's the summation of his life, if that's what he's about, isn't it obvious that his last command ought to be our first priority? And we can do this, of course, because he's given us his spirit so that we have the power to succeed. So when we're praying... Let's ask the Lord to fill us afresh and anew with His Spirit so that we can share the good news effectively. You might want to imitate our friend Don Holton in this matter. Before he went to heaven, Don used to wake up every morning and ask the Lord. He would pray to the Lord and say, Lord, who are you going to give me today that I can share Christ with? Let's pray together. Lord, you've given us the message in your Word and the power in your Spirit Send us out, Lord. Let us be your witnesses in our generation as we wait for your return. Hear our prayer, for we come in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, join us here Monday through Friday for more devotionals from the BFC pastoral staff and join us Sundays for our online services. Visit our website, bfcsebring.com, for more resources. Follow us on Facebook, BFC Family. For service updates and other helpful articles. And don't forget, we're going to begin again to have on-site services June the 7th. So check our Facebook page and check our website for the protocols we'll be, we'll be using that you'll want to be up to date on before you come to that first service. Thanks for joining us again today. Stay safe.